How do you recognize when a career is actually your calling? Today, I am joined with Howard Gershman. He's here to talk more in detail about why he felt that the job he's currently doing is the true calling for his life. Stay tuned. You are listening to the Career Path Angel Show, where we talk all about career, business, positive mindset, self-development, and many other fun and exciting topics with one goal in mind, to help new working professionals to fast-track their careers in the corporate world. So what are we waiting for? Let's dive right in. Here is your host, Angel Mary. Welcome to the Career Path Angel Show. I'm your host, Angel Mary. Today, I have a very special guest. I have Howard Gershman joining us. He is an experienced financial advisor in the Hudson Valley. Howard teaches and guides and coaches individuals and families all about the basic concepts behind how money works. All concepts, Howard says, that are not taught in school. Some notable accomplishments that Howard has is winning the BNI Givers Gain Award twice, cycling to Vermont for the Special Olympics, as well as numerous scouting awards. Additionally, I've come to know Howard professionally as an incredible public speaker and a fixture in the community. Howard, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Angel Mary. This is great. I'm looking forward to it. I'm really excited to talk to you about really the background that you have in the financial industry. Uh, Can you start with really where you began in your career with this? Well, I guess the way it started uh, was an epiphany moment, put it that way. So before I did, before I started doing, being a financial advisor, I had another business and rolling along. I'm an very not, you know, had a nice middle-class income with another business, sent my kids to college, did all kinds of the stuff you're supposed to do, right? Exactly. Right. Um, what I did, what I didn't know that were my, my finances were a mess. I had, I had bought insurance and investments and some other financial things from people who I knew and trusted right? because they were the professionals. They knew what they were doing. Right. And uh, so a friend of mine just pointed out at some point you know, that some of the things that I had, the insurance and investments, were kind of totally wrong for me. And I didn't know it because I trusted the other people. And the more I looked into how the products I had worked for me and some of the concepts that the company I work with now teaches, and I realized that, yeah, so... I was never taught what to do when I was in school about what to do with money. I just sort of figured it out or I relied on other people who I thought had the expertise. Did you, so, can I just ask a quick question about this? So at the time when you were trusting other people and you came to find that they did not give you proper advice on how to handle your finances, how did you really tackle that situation? Um, I just switched everything around and they were like less than pleased with what I had done because it, it actually cost them a significant commission. And these which were friends is, of yours? These were, um, they were, with, yes, or? actually I will. I, one was kind of more of an acquaintance than a friend, but the two, it was three guys. Um, but, the at different points did different pieces, you know, of this whole thing. Um, yeah, but they were friends. We, you know, 
And do you think that that's, do you think, and this is kind of maybe a provocative question to ask, but do you feel like mixing friends and money can be tricky or dangerous or do you feel like that's something what what do you what do you think about that given um i will say no no i guess the short answer is like i mean you know what the short answer is it depends it depends on the relationship uh and we've had experiences i know of experiences where in other families let me put it that, that way where the the advisor so i'm in our office, we have other advisors, and they tell me that people in their family, the other advisors, won't let them, you know, work with their money. First really? of all, number one, it's embarrassing. You don't want to be embarrassed right. in front of your family. Right. But right. also, they have the family relationship and don't want to screw it up. Mm. So, um, and that, you know, that's fortunate or unfortunate, however the family dynamics work. It is tricky with uh, personal finances and family, because sometimes mm-hmm. it, it it could be someone's best interest to have help from your family, but other times it can lead to sticky situations, especially people feel like when they know a lot about your finances, they may have opinions on what you should be doing with your money, right? Well, well, maybe, but what also more that the, from the advisor point of view, right, right, nobody's going to care more I'm not going to, nobody's going to care more about your money, you, my relative, you know, than me. Like, really, you know, I have more at stake, more at stake than, than they do, I think. But, you know, but that's, you know, that's the way they think. That's the way they think. So not much I can. So when you were at this phase where you figured out your finances were a mess, you needed to switch everything around. What made you decide to be the one really, because you said you were in a business setting before and you did everything the way you would imagine your career would go. And mm-hmm. this is a big change. How did that transpire? Because most people wouldn't necessarily go into that field, right? When something like this happens, they might just switch to another person completely um, and then just go a different route. Well, the, that that epiphany moment came from realizing that, you know, I, not, I would give them the benefit of the doubt that these people didn't sell me the wrong things on purpose. You know, I never, I never confronted that clearly, but you know, I didn't, I give them the benefit of the doubt for that. Okay. No, that's number one. Number two is I'm a relatively smart guy. I like to think and pretty responsible, did all kinds of good stuff, leadership in lots of different organizations, right? If that can happen to me, it can happen to a lot of other people. And that's where I said, like, I can help, I can help way more people in a way more personal and um, impactful way by doing financial advising the right way and not looking for the biggest commission. Right. And that's I think it. that's wonderful that you saw it from the standpoint of it's become a calling for you. Yes, exactly. Right? Exactly. And it's more motivating for you because it's sometimes it's hard for people to see it from the perspective because it's money, right? People think, oh, money is kind of a tricky thing. And you don't, some, some people can, can't identify that as a way to feel motivated, but you found motivation in helping other people. Mm-hmm. And that's ultimately what makes really anyone motivated to move forward, right? When you feel like you're doing something for the greater good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and, it's greater good one person at a time too. So I'll tell you a story just the last couple of weeks. Um, there's a, a company I do a IRA plan plan for, and I see the employees um, regularly anyway. And then when I go to their office, you know, we sit with the different employees, come and ask questions and kind of do whatever. So there was a, a young woman there, probably 21, 22, just started the 
participating in the plan earlier this year. She, okay. she comes over and says, like, tell me what's going on with my money. Like, I didn't really know. And I said, okay, well, let's sit down. We'll figure out the number. And so she was putting in maybe $20 a week or something, whatever. Okay. It was. Small, relatively small amount. When we looked at the number, actually, she had almost $1,000. She had no idea it had had grown that much. Wow. And I explained why. We always do the middle of the math and explain why. She said, oh, my God, this is like unbelievable. I, I said, and when you could see, when you see that spark that they get it, that's what turns me on. That's what turns me on. Right. And, um, and I said, look, don't keep this. Here. You got to tell like everybody here. This. I can tell them, you know, I can tell them, the managers can tell them, the, you know, leadership can tell them and stuff. Like that. But when it comes from you, that's a big difference. Right. Having that aha moment. Right. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. The moment exactly. you understand what this really means for you in the mm -hmm. long term. Yep. And I do think that young, younger people, and even when I was in my early 20s, I wasn't even thinking about the big picture of right. where my my dollars were going. I mean, I knew I needed to save money. Right. But that's not as simple as, you know, how it was in the early 80s when interest rates were much, much higher. And you could, yes. I mean, though they are going up now, but I don't really see it translating as quickly into the savings accounts as right. it was back then. But having this idea of growing, letting your money find ways to grow without you having to work as hard, you know, rather than it sitting there and basically losing its time value. There's that alleged safety of keeping the money in a bank. But it's it's really not. I mean, it's, it's, we can show you the math another time. But you know, there's lots of ways to have your money work for you, right? Instead of work for the bank. You know? Right. Exactly. And I think that that's that takes a, a level of wanting to understand um, all of the intricate details that come with finance. I believe that one of the reasons why, and this may be the case for you early on in your career before you went into this, you felt that you were doing the right thing, going into a business, but this became something that was more than just about making money, wouldn't mm -hmm. you say? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So it was, it, I mean, it, it, certainly in the beginning, no, I wouldn't say that. I was going to say in the, the other business was about making money and doing things that I enjoyed doing and helping people out in a different way, you know, but this now became something bigger than that, for sure. For sure. That's wonderful. Thank you so much, Howie, for uh, telling our, your story. It's really important that there, individuals can see that there are so many different ways to draw inspiration in a various number of fields. Sometimes it's more obvious. In my case, I felt when I got into healthcare, that was where I felt a calling to. I, in a similar fashion as you, I felt like I was helping someone down the line get better or feel better about themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's important to have that mindset that you're doing something greater for the community. Otherwise, work is just work. It becomes a drag. And not having that opportunity, I believe, to really see it for something greater than yourself, I think that that's where thing, uh, jobs go from a career and something fulfilling to just work, wouldn't you mm -hmm. say? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I think if, if you don't enjoy or get value from the work, the work, you know, you do, they're like, what's the point? What's the right, point? exactly. 
thank you so much, Howie, for taking your time to chat with us today. And I do hope to hear from you again sometime soon. And to the listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. And I will talk to you again next time. Yeah, thanks. This was a lot of fun. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning into the Career Path Angel Show with Angel Mary. Something you want to hear Angel talk about on the show? Contact Angel through Instagram or TikTok to let her know. Hit subscribe to make sure you never miss an episode and be sure to share it with your friends. Till next time, stay confident, stay positive, and never give up.